0: Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Monday, February 5. We're back. No National Day Day other than National Shower with a Friend Day. And unloaded, Ooh. I'm not really interested in doing that at any point. I know that's like, you know, kind of a, I think a past generations thing, to, to be honest. Is that so? Well, I mean, I'm trying <laughs> to come up with a theory here because I've never, <laughs> unloaded again, never felt the urge to, to shower with anybody but me, myself, and I.
1: I think, I think back in, in the days, I I don't know if Canada ever had mandatory, like military service where like, unless you got like drafted, but I know in Europe they have a lot of like mandatory military, like six month to 12 month, uh, service. Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes that's where that kind of comes from. Like the boys just taking a quick, like one minute shower, I guess NFL players, from what I understand, they take showers together too. I think hockey players take showers together, so can't really relate, but. Yeah, is that a Serbia thing? I think it. I think it used to be. I don't think it is anymore. I know they do it still in Switzerland. I think. I don't know where else, but some some countries do. The only <laughs> did Laurie Markkinen do of.
0: one? Yeah, he did. Finland.
1: Yeah, Laurie Markkinen. There you go, Finland.
0: You know, that's the thing. And we live in a crazy world. I mean, I not to go political mode here, but war could break out at any moment. And then we're at the age where we're in the draft pool. And I just think I would be so ineffective in every way in service. I really, (laughs) I would would love to help. I love this country. I do. But I really don't think I would be good at this. I I just think
1: you'd be better in the kitchen or something like whipping up meals for the boys or what.
0: <laughs> yeah, like may, that's probably what I would be better at. Yeah, or like janitorial service that I could probably do well, okay with. But like on the front lines and stuff, I'm just not equipped for that. I'm a naturally jumpy person. I just it would not go well for me out there and I'm not, you know, I'm just saying I've thought about this and it's Yeah, I'd be good on like a
2: desk. Like put me give me doing some of that, some of the Excel work. Mm, maybe? Mm. How much yeah, Excel work?
1: My... Well, I guess you could do some decent Excel work. Some like, you know, how much is the
2: military spending and stuff? Yeah, yeah. And like, where do we need, like, w- what materials and like inventory do we have? And like, oh, yeah. Where do we need, we need some supplies? Like,
0: I mean, I'll do that. Like, well, hopefully they
2: draft me as like a medic or something. So,
0: see, you could oh, do yeah, that. That'd be pretty raw. You're qualified for that. So yeah. I think you would be effective at that. No kidding. But for me, like, None of my education or nothing crosses over into this service. And again, I would love to help in any way I can, but you're not exactly getting the LeBron here. You're, you're kind of getting a bench warmer, I see it. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole yeah. aside. It's, it's a quiet week. I don't know what to say. The Pro Bowl was on today. Um, I, fl- I didn't watch one second <laughs> yeah. of it I was, and
1: I didn't see a lot of it on social media maybe that's because I wasn't on too, social media too much today but I didn't even see much of it on social media today which I'm glad about
0: me too I don't want to see none of it I turned it on well I just flicked on the TV and it was the channel I was last on and it's <laughs> the score was in the third quarter it was like 55 48 and then they were advertising stick around for the tug of war I was like, uh, "What is the tug of war?" Have Don't to do go with with the game anywhere. Yeah, and the other thing I noticed was Peyton and Eli were the coaches, which I, feel, I like how they've just become like the go-to. Like, oh, like well, well just, we can't
1: think of anybody else. Yeah,
0: like we'll just get them to do it. They'll do. They'll do it. Um, but yeah, no, I have no interest in watching. Jason Kelsey was making it all about himself. No surprise, I saw that. But otherwise, look, this is a this is a dead week.
1: Well, well, we'll I think the better all-star weekend this. Season. <laughs> you know, was, was the (laughs) NHL all-star. Well, let's get into that, which I watched on Thursday Mm -hmm. and didn't watch Friday and Saturday, but Thursday was a banger.
0: Let's, let's unpack this slowly. I want to throw to Owen because Ryder and Evan, of course, last week said, do you want to link up for the all-star game? Did that end up happening? Do you have any downwind here of, of what actually they thought of it? Or did you tune in? Uh, well, it was it was Evan and, and uh, a friend
2: of ours named Will and Will did he he tuned in I think for a lot of it, um, Evan as far as I'm aware did not so I actually didn't catch any of it I did enjoy I, the only thing I really I enjoyed seeing uh, um, Kate I enjoyed seeing Kucherov
0: oh <laughs> okay <laughs> why would you think that Alex
2: well I thought
1: he I thought I heard a tu come out of his mouth <laughs> no, and... no 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 no
0: I no no No. Okay. That would be silly. Why would we enjoy that? I'll I'll say that I tuned in. You tuned
1: in a little earlier than me. And I think you went and took a nap and I took it over from there. So so I guess you can start.
0: Let's lead off with this. Thursday, I really, I knew it was going to be bad because the NHL All-Star Game is always really one of the worst televised things of the year. I threw on the draft to see the start and they were all so like liquored up or on hard drugs or something that it was just an incredibly spacey atmosphere. We had beavers sitting on the stairs, and then somehow they thought it was a good idea to put 15 people on mics and then just leave all the mics on. So the broadcast was just chatter that you couldn't decipher between who was having the conversations. So I just watched four or five minutes and took a nap. And then Alex was texting me when I woke up and you can pick up from there. So then
1: I woke up from my nap um, and I was like, hey, I need to watch this just because I know it's going to be really bad. And as Phil said, it was probably the most disorganized event I've watched in a really long time just because the mics were going. I didn't think the hosts were doing a good job. Everyone was talking over each other. Um, no one seemed like super hyped to be there or anything. Like you said, Bieber was not into it. I think they were asking a lot from the celebrities t- too. Like Will Arnett looked, you know, not going to comment, but he was making some. He was looking heat. Um, <laughs> Buble admitted that he was on. He was like microdosing on mushrooms after. Um, I mean, where do I start? McDavid and Dreisaitl, and they take like a whole minute to pick the player. It's like, he like, did you not know you were up next or, and then there was a lot of, I'm not to pick on McDavid and dry. but it was like all the captains and the, and the co-captains were just going back and forth with each other. Uh, I don't know. Uh, should we take this guy or uh, should we take this guy? Um, the hosts were even trying to help them out too. I know the hosts were like, okay, team Hughes, you guys have to draft a goalie with this next pick. And they go, yeah, we're going to draft Brock Besser. It's like, holy crap, like you guys. So I kind of agree with Phil's theory because it doesn't seem that hard to like figure out. Like when someone tells you you need to draft a goalie, like you should probably draft the goalie, not a a forward. And then the other part I loved was like, especially Bieber. Bieber, um, I think David Amber was like trying to get cute with him and everything and like, you know, ask him some sick questions. And David Amber would like line up this like 30-second question to, to Justin Bieber about his team and like who he's gonna draft next. And Justin Bieber just nodded his head and said, What do you think, Austin? He was like, heat.
0: He ended it off. I did yeah just hand it off. I like that Bieber became the focal point. And Bieber, like, he got exposed bad. I saw on, on Saturday. You want to take warm-ups with the guys? That's fine. You go ahead, you know, take some shots, whatever. The video of him <laughs> Where they ask him to take the picture with Crosby and McKinnon, and he obviously leans into Crosby so he can crop McKinnon out of the photo it was one of, one of the toughest looks I've yeah, seen in a funny. while. That is such a heat exposure because you why, know why would he what do that though? Is. It's
1: not like it was uh... yeah. Lyce Lindholm and Crosby. It's like, yeah, like it's Nathan it's,
0: McKinnon. He's guy. going to the Hall of Fame, too. You don't need, you know, to exclude him from the picture. And you could tell McKinnon knew, too, because he gave him the tap. The NHL All Star game, really. And I do want to give him some credit because, look, Tate McRae, like we said previously, is the most ahead of the times they've been in years. The problem yeah. is they're going to run back Tate McRae for the next 15 years, no matter if she, you know, mm-hmm. falls off the face of the earth or not. She's now like the NHL's in to the TikTok crowd. So she'll just be back. I'm going to see a lot of Tate McRae in the next 15 years. I'm sure of that. So they get some credit for that. But in general, the NHL All-Star game is absolutely terrible. And the Pro Bowl, really not that much better. I like that the NHL is following up this year's All-Star game, which is never doing one again. We're going to World Cup of Hockey, then Olympics, and then back to World Cup. It's going to be much better.
1: Yeah. You don't think we're getting an All-Star again? No. I feel like they'll fit it in somehow, though. But... My, I mean, I told Phil my theory, and I think this goes with like any sport, is, you know, C- Sidney Crosby was getting a lot of flack because he like went to Montana and like skipped out on the draft and everything and wanted to get some extra rest, which I thought was perfectly fine. And my idea is that whether it's NBA or NHL or NFL, it doesn't matter. Once you've accumulated 10 all-star appearances you have the option to not go anymore. Like, I think I think Crosby's done done his part. He's been into a bunch. Let him, let him get a break. Like, he's 35. I think he really needs the break. So, you know what I mean? Like, you, you squeeze it out of the younger guys. Like, you know, you're, you're 23, 24, 25 years old. I think you can maybe go without a longer break. Sidney Crosby's like 35 years old. Let him get a break. Seriously, like, come on.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. It should be an option, especially like, look, it's one thing if you want to put the All-Star game in Vegas or in Florida, I get that. Asking a bunch of millionaires to spend their week off in Canada in February is a pretty big ask, especially when you're, you know, a, a very, very rich and successful person that can fly literally anywhere you want and have whatever type of resort you want to stay at. I wouldn't want to go if I was Sidney Crosby to Toronto where I'll be pestered at every restaurant I go to everybody on the street knows who I am. It's cold. It's not an interest to me or or of anybody. So maybe never put an all-star game in Canada again is another suggestion, but what'd you think about the, uh, the celebrity captain idea?
1: Well, (laughs) well, well, I thought it was a weird mix because like you said, you got Tate McRae, who's like probably the most like forward celebrity. I think the NHL has gotten to like, come to the all-star game well I guess Justin Bieber's pretty big too so like Justin Bieber and Tate McCray make sense but Will Arnett and Michael Buble I'm kind of okay on <laughs> uh, I, I, maybe I'm like missing something with Will Arnett but they act like he's like Leonardo DiCaprio or something like
0: <laughs> I like him he's Bojack Horseman what's... and he's Joe Bluth from Arrested Development that's all I know him as
1: well I guess those are two shows I missed
2: out on so but yeah <laughs>
0: I have a I have a question for,
2: for like the Pro Bowl. So Gardner Minshew is playing, which was I think just because players <laughs> dropped out. Do those players that dropped out or just declined the invitation still get credit for playing in the Pro Bowl? For like getting the Pro Bowl selection? I think so, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think so. So it's like not
2: affecting their candidacy.
0: Yeah, it doesn't affect like their accolades or nothing.
2: Nice. So there's like Good for
0: 200 Pro Bowlers every year. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, the quarterback selection's tough cuz the guys they were trying now were like Tua Baker. It it is a little
2: heat
1: cuz they'll be like, "Yeah, and this is an all-pro center on whatever." And I'm like, "Well, you could tell me anybody's an all-pro center and I'd believe you." Like I I, I don't know. Like maybe maybe he really did yeah. he sneak into the into the pro bowl, you know?
0: And the, this this is going to make me sound like I actually watched the pro bowl, but the part I saw today it was like Baker dropping back, finds Rashid Shaheed. I'm like, Rashid. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Like, (laughs) what is he doing in the Pro Bowl? But my question, football related to Alex, is how does he feel about sending a message to everybody saying this is very hype about Cliff Kingsbury going to the Raiders? And then a day later, Cliff Kingsbury signed with the Commanders. Well, what happened there? Because I don't actually
1: know. Why did he. I think he, just, us.
0: he pulled the McDaniels. He just didn't want, he just thought about he, it a little harder and just didn't want to do it.
1: Well, it's his loss. So <laughs> he'll regret that. Like, have fun with Drake May.
0: <laughs> well, why were you so excited to get him, dude? I was curious about that.
1: Well, I mean, I was hyped because, I mean, didn't we say that he actually is like a really good OC? It's just like head coaching, he's not, I don't think he could ever handle that.
0: Well, we said I think he's overrated. Yeah, we said if he wasn't so handsome, nobody would know who he was. He he coached like Patrick Mahomes,
2: Baker Mayfield. Like he had some, he had the benefit of some nice guys in college.
1: I'm not too munged out
2: about it. It's just an OC, so whatever. Who's your OC? Do you know who you ended up
1: going with? I don't actually know. (laughs) It was um, I
2: don't know. (laughs) I'm excited to see the Raiders next year. Yeah. I'm excited for. The, Why? I think they have a big off season coming, so I, I like. I want to see if if uh, AOC plays young QB in the room, and then
1: have him and AOC battle it out a little bit. A little bit of competition in there. <clears throat>
2: like yeah, like a Caleb Williams AOC for. How are you going to yeah. get Caleb Williams? <laughs>
0: it's a good point. Like Michael Penix, maybe
2: like a yeah, like a Penix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, settle. I see JJ JJ yeah,
0: McCarthy. Yeah. They they have to go to extreme lengths to to have me win my bet because i see people are pulling out some heat snapchat messages he may have sent (laughs) five or six years ago i saw a few of those and they're not impressive for the draft stock let me just say that right now i feel like they're fake you
2: think so yeah because it's like the the bitmojis don't look like anything like him at least on the one i saw so it looks like it's just a fake like i don't even know how you prove that
0: yeah, but how do you? It's like so easy to fake. It is pretty easy. Is you just edit display name? Like, yeah. Like, I don't want to argue for his innocence if, you know, if that's what he's sending, I don't I don't really want to argue that he's innocent. But yeah, it is an easy fake. Yeah. But yeah, he's not going. I mean,
2: Penix is going before him.
0: Is no. he? No.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't think he Penix, is. Penix is raw. I want, Um, I think I'm picking my player. Like, I think last year, we picked, because we picked the quarterbacks, right? And then we kind of followed the quarterbacks. Yeah. Like who, who I think I was, the, was I the CJ Stroud
0: guy? You were. No,
1: I was. Yeah. So that was raw. I'm, so we'll, I'm, I'm going to do receiver this year and it's going to be Keon Coleman. That's like my early, like wherever he goes, I'm going to watch him. Like I think he's sick.
0: There's I'm picking lot.
2: Marvin Harrison Jr.
0: Good pick.
1: Good, Good pick, Coleman. Let's go. <laughs> raw. Yeah.
0: Raw. Yeah. I want the best receiver in the class. I'm going to take a and then Adam can have whoever he wants. Because this is yep. a stacked receiver year from what I hear, which is kind of sick. Are we are we picking QBs too or no? Yeah. Me, okay, we can do QBs too. I want Penix. See, now you made up for the Marvin Harrison because you just took the worst quarterback. So that actually balanced <laughs> out. I'm going to take, uh, well, who do you want, Alex? Well, I, I don't want any
1: of the, I don't want JJ McCarthy, Williams, or Drake May. So I'll, I'll just what, take what's, some other guy. What did Drake guy. May do? North Carolina QBs, I'm good. Thing <laughs> why? Because of Trubisky? Like, Trubisky,
0: yeah. What about Sam Howell? He, Sam Howell's bad too. Fair <laughs> point. Take Jaden Daniels,
1: yeah. That's how yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I knew I was missing one guy. Okay, I'll take Jaden Daniels,
0: okay. And I'll give Adam Drake May, I'll take Caleb Williams because I know he doesn't want Caleb Williams, I'll be that guy. So that's fine. I'll take I'll take the best quarterback after I just railed Owen for taking the best receiver. That's fine by me. Yeah, I can play fair. both sides. Adam, by the way, for the people who are curious, in Lac La Beach today. I don't really understand the specifics of this. Some sort of refing camp. We can talk about it on Wednesday when we do our uh, s-
1: second pod in a row. Miss no, I think so. Remember well, we talked about sleep- the brunch
2: s- sleepy gif too. That
0: yeah, was that's the- right,
1: right. So he has some explaining to do.
0: Yeah. yeah. On Wednesday, what were you doing in Lac La Beach? And what was the sleepy woman gif on Sunday? We need to get into that. Um, yeah. Because we got to do our Super Bowl props on uh, on Wednesday night, which I think we should. everybody should bring their own again. I think that's the only way to do it. I don't think we can pick as yeah, a team sure. on that. Everybody's got to bring their own set. I will say, you know it's like the week before Super Bowl when the biggest headlines are like Lisa McCaffrey – Can't afford a suite to the Super Bowl, or Patrick Mahomes Senior has a DUI. Bare bones stuff as far as the Super Bowl goes. It is,
1: it is, it is. And I don't know. And then that's when they kind of show up a little bit too. Like I saw Kittle was at the Golden State Warriors game. He was getting some camera time.
0: You know, so well. I was going to say there's not a lot of hype for this Super Bowl. At least I don't think.
1: And I think deservedly
0: so. I don't think
1: this is really. I can't really say this is this. I don't think you can say that this is a Super Bowl anyone really wanted unless you're a, unless you're a Chiefs or a 49ers fan. But otherwise, I don't think this is a Super Bowl anyone was really rooting for, how I see it. The sad it. thing is it's going to do
2: it's going to do just crazy numbers. Yeah. But that's only because of Taylor Swift. Yeah. That's that's I think the only reason why the people saying the Niners should go out to Famous by Kanye West like oh, you yeah, this? Should, actually. Like like why would they do that though?
1: That's, Why wouldn't they
2: be with they can, the boom box?
1: Like, yeah, yeah like like Williams Mind Games holding the boom box.
0: Guy, Mind Games, the Chiefs aren't going to know about it, Mind Games.
1: You don't think they're <laughs> going to rip some, like, some, like, Instagram reels at halftime? <laughs> I don't yeah, think be so. On Twitter, like, what, so. Do you, what do you think the guys that aren't dressed to do that are on the sidelines? I think they're pulling their phone out and they're showing the boys on the sidelines what's going on.
2: You think so? Like, you know, the guys I that agree. are in the
1: tracksuits and stuff that are like practice squad guys? Yeah, yeah. I think no one's got. Yeah,
2: yeah. There's there's
0: there's phones on the sidelines,
2: and those iPads probably have internet connection, and probably look on Twitter on those.
0: Yeah, like they jailbreak them like the school iPads where you had to like break them down to get apps on there. They do that with this with the Microsoft Surface sideline tablets. That is a good question, though, about what the guys actually do at halftime. I've never really thought about that because I feel like, you know, back in the old days, it was like, you know, smoke a cig, eat a banana, do whatever. But now I feel like it is probably phone time for the guys because, like, you're not really trying to lock in or nothing. I, I'm like, halftime's a break the way I see it, dude. I- <laughs> well
1: deserved break. What guys in the NHL did in the seventies at halftime or between intermissions? <laughs> pretty heat. Yeah, I wow. think they are doing some of that. <laughs> no. no, I don't think so. But it's interesting. Interesting to see how half times and intermissions have developed over the years. Yeah,
0: I was go from you
1: guess. know smoking cigarettes and drinking beers to skiing to phone time. Yeah, I I mean I'd prefer some quiet time during halftime. Like if, if I'm in the locker room and stuff, I don't really need people like getting in my ear and stuff and yelling. Like, um, unless you're getting smoked out there, but yeah, if, it's, if yeah. it's a close game, I don't really like. I I'm aware that you know. you should. You'd be aware that you know it's you're in the game. You're close, right? You don't need. You don't need some big pump up speech. I think.
2: Yeah, I think you only need that. You should only pull that out at certain times. You can't be pulling that out every half time. Like I'm sure whatever. Like the game last week with the Niners and and the Lions, that would have been in the perfect spot. If like I'm pulling, you, you know what I'm whatever. doing. I'm
1: I'm pulling out the Michael Penix start of the fourth quarter team huddle, that's, and I start hyping the boys up. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. doing.
0: That's so because you
1: get a break at halftime, like a break's a break, yeah. right? I'm entitled to my, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, twenty twenty-five minute break, <laughs> and then and then we do it before the fourth quarter.
0: I love gov, hype, hype. government regulated break time out oh, exactly. Yeah, that's the way to do it. You know, that's that's the other thing about the Super Bowl specifically, like. Why don't you let the guys go out and watch Usher, dude? Like it's the Super Bowl. Like let them go watch the halftime. I never like they hear it. This anyways, old. coming yeah. from the you know they're watching on the TV, guaranteed. So why don't they just go out and like chill on the bench for a bit, watch the halftime? Like I don't see the big deal in that. Maybe guy. what do you mean, guy? Dude,
2: it's the, the soup. Like you gotta stay locked in. Like guy. put some music in and fire yourself up. You can't have the boys like bumping their fists and like not
0: like bumping <laughs> their head to Usher on the side. you got to stay locked. Do you think that... I bet players watch in the tunnel where where the cameras aren't. I bet there's a number of them that (laughs) go out and watch from the tunnel, dude. You you can't tell me some of these... The kickers or the punters or something. Some of these legendary halftime shows... Like, if you're the punter, you don't need any information at all. You can go out to the bench, as far as I see it, and watch, you know, the Bruce Springsteen, the Prince, like the legendary halftimes, Beyonce, Coldplay, whatever it is. Maybe, Usher, you want to skip, because like Alex said, that is kind of like a Cowboys tent-ass halftime. But some of these great ones, like the Dr. Dre one, like, you wouldn't want to miss that, really, if you're a punter. You're in the Super Bowl one time. Yeah,
2: those guys can sit. I feel like the one thing, too, with football that's different from other sports is like within the NBA, it's like, you're going to have maybe like a little chat or whatever, but then there's like, it's you know, all the guys are on Twitter within five or six minutes. But in the NFL, I feel like it's like you talk to the team and then it's like, okay, go to your coaches. And then maybe like the offensive line coach breaks it down with the offensive line. Like this is like what we're going to do going into half. So I feel like there's more just to like discuss. Actually, that's true. Because there's more like halftime adjustments
1: in the NFL than, you know, in most sports. Right yeah and then if it's like if you're some receiving of that stuff, the kick
2: yeah you got to go over the first if you're receiving drive. the kick you just script it yeah yes but like the nba halftime I'm, there might even be just people might even just like have their phones on before they even sit down like it's just twitter time yeah well, i can't I mean, imagine there's so many
1: freaking timeouts in the nba that like you don't even need to go over that <laughs> much i think during halftime
0: literally literally what are you gonna say at halftime? Like, watch out. This guy's what, got twenty three points. Like, and you could have said it two
1: minutes ago because you could've taken a timeout and said the exact same thing. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> the NBA, they probably got like a big charging bin that, like, before they walk out on the court, they all drop their phone in the charging bin. So when they come back to halftime, like, they they can scoop it on the way to the locker so they'd get the full juice. And this was evidenced by Christian Wood tweeting, lol, like, 15 minutes before the game that he wasn't starting. And then he had a great excuse, too, which was, I meant to quote tweet something, and I I, for, I forgot to hit the button, so I just tweeted lol. It had nothing to do with me not starting, and Jackson Hayes starting. That was a real good excuse. But
2: the the guys sit down, and then the the equipment guy just wheels out the cart, and everyone just comes and gets their phone yeah. from the middle of the locker room. Yeah.
0: They get stickers on it with their names in case they get the it
2: rawest stuck. video
1: is that uh wizards guy running into the somehow getting lost and running into the golden State side of the of the locker rooms I have, have no idea what you're
0: talking about right you now you
1: have not seen that video oh my gosh I gotta find that dude somehow this wizards <laughs> player gets lost and he like wandered into the Warriors side of the locker room and the Warriors are, like, getting ready to, like, run out. And they're, like, doing their team huddle where they all, like, put their fists. And they're, like, Warriors on three. One, two, three, And they're, like, this Wizards guy, like, runs out of the door. And he's, like, oh, crap. And he, like, runs back and, like, goes to the other side because he got completely lost. And the Warriors guys were, like, what the heck? Like, how did this guy get here? I'll have to
0: find that video. Wow. Dude, some of these guys, man. That brings me to the Dame Lillard thing this week where he's, like, I walked in and I I didn't even know where the visiting dressing room was. It's like, God, that is so cap. Like, just act normal for once in your life, man. (laughs) These NBA guys, I don't know how we got on this tangent, but halftime at the Super Bowl, I guess. Not really a glamour Super Bowl, which, Alex, are you in in Calgary for this Super Bowl? No,
1: I don't think I am. Uh, I think I'll be in Edmonton. Where's Owen? Where are you going to be in?
2: I'll be in Edmonton. You should come over. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I might have to because, yeah. I only brought that up to say that I was worried that Alex, because he revealed that he's spending two weeks in Mexico this uh, this month with me. And I was worried that we were going to have another trip concurrent with the Super Bowl to put him at <laughs> 0 for 2 on watching the last two Super Bowls. But that's kind of hype.
1: A little two weaker there. So <laughs> where are you uh, going? Puerto Vallarta. Let's go, dude. So, yeah. Should should be good. And pretty uh, pretty pumped.
0: Put a bow on the football quickly. I know there was some coaches hired this week. We had Dan Quinn, Mike McDonald. Uh, that brings the t- I know so so everybody vacancy is filled now. And Dan Quinn, Mike McDonald, Raheem Morris, Dave Canalis. I don't really have much on these coaching hires. Coaching to me is a pretty random thing at this point, you know, like anybody could have success yeah. and it wouldn't surprise me. I will say I would be surprised if Mike McDonald was bad based on all the things I've read about this guy. I think he's going to be a pretty much a slam dunk, but like Raheem Morris, look, he gets a lot of hype. 10 years ago, he was unusable on the box. He was terrible. And I, I don't know if he's going to be so much better this time. It sounds like he will be. He was obviously young when he had that chance, but like, coaching is a little bit like quarterback play to me where I, there's no point in really overanalyzing these because who's to say that Dan Quinn won't, you know, do what Mike McCarthy did record-wise and go 12 and 5 the next couple of years like it's just random. I, I don't know. I don't know if you feel differently, but
2: like I feel like there's some guys I know right away I'm like this is like a airball. Like yeah. I I felt, I felt like with Josh McDaniels I was like there just there's no u- universe in the entire multiverse for that hire <laughs> like works out for anybody. But I would say, yeah, in like 90% of cases, it can go either way. That's why I think it's somewhat, in some ways, it's good to fire early, although not too early, not like the Panthers. But you want to, you know, you want to get the guy right. And so take chances on a few guys and then eventually you get it right. Well, yeah, I agree because I don't, I keep forgetting the head coach of the Texans. I can't believe I can't remember
1: this guy's name. D'Amico Ryans. D'Amico. D'Amico Ryans, yeah. I thought he was a really good hire, but I almost thought he, like, overachieved. I, I didn't, like, I don't think anyone would have said the Texans would be as good as they were this year, right? I thought they were really, yeah. really good, and he whipped them into shape in, like, four or five months, Yeah, which was very impressive. On the other hand, you've got guys like Matt Rule, who, like, the first day I knew, I was like, hey, this guy is not <laughs> going to do a good job. But then you have, like, Nick Sirianni and Dan Campbell, who they also had very interesting and, like publicly criticized, you know, first days uh, uh, on the job. Um, and, and they turned out to be pretty good. I mean, still say what you want about Nick Sirianni. I mean, he still took them to the Super Bowl and Dan Campbell ended up getting the Lions to a conference final. So they can go either way. Yeah.
0: yeah those are two good examples. Cause those are guys, like you say, they get mocked. If you gave us a guess, we would have said they'd be bad, but Those are two teams that have been really close to the Super Bowl and one of them was in it the last two years. So, like, to me, there's no real signs off the hand of any air balls with the seven hires. Maybe, and I hate to say it, maybe Antonio Pierce or maybe Gerard Mayo, to be honest, because I think he might be an odd odd duck. So, I don't know. But to me, no real air balls and no real smash success other than Mike McDonald.
2: Yeah, I would say Antonio Pierce is, like, if I were to pick one that I think is most likely to bust – it would be him or Dan Quinn.
1: Yeah. Those Dan
2: would be the Quinn. two I would have like I would take a second to pause. But uh, yeah, there's not like a clear like what are we doing? Like it's it's not like there was like the Texans hiring David Cully. Where they're just like this <laughs> guy like David is not Culley though.
0: <laughs> like I, I like Texans played guy. hard
2: with David Culley. Yeah,
0: they won No, they games. did He
2: was he was in a terrible spot. Um but like when he got hired you knew it was like this is not the long term answer. It's yeah. almost like they had him just
1: in for a year and even even though he did I think coach the team pretty well they still I think they knew that from the start but um
0: yeah cuz he was like 63 when they hired him. Yeah. Yeah. So that was nasty I don't know if work. he had
1: coached maybe head coach uh had been a head coach before.
0: No. I don't know that. He was like a 30-year so, coordinator. It was nasty work the stuff that, that the Texans pulled off with that guy. That was
1: No, but but I don't know maybe it was like a wink wink where it's like, hey, you've been an OC or DC for 30 years. You've never been a head coach. We've got we're down to let you just do it like for one year and then we've got our eye on someone else." So maybe maybe they had word that D'Amico Ryan was going to um yeah, you know, leaving the 49ers after that year.
0: Yeah. So where are you at with Ben wow. Johnson staying with the Lions instead of taking one of these gigs? Because I'll be honest, I thought the Washington gig was pretty good. Like, new regime, you're gonna get a lot of time, you're gonna have a young quarterback with the chance to mold. I would have taken that job. I don't know about the other ones, but that one to me jumped off the pages like an actually pretty good opportunity. So I don't really understand why I'd stick around, but
2: Admi- I, it could have been like an unfinished business thing, maybe, no? I think it was. Like I want to give a lot of credit. I think like this speaks a lot to me to like how good Dan Campbell is as like a leader of like guy this is two years in a row where he could have made, he could have left for any team, like pick of the litter and he would have made a lot of money as a head coach. But I think that people like, you know, he's, he attracts good people that want to work with him. And then, yeah, I think if this, if they go to the Super Bowl I'm sure he, he does leave, but you know, the fact that they got so close and then lost right at the doorstep, I think he he probably feels like he, he can get back there, especially because last year he did the same thing. Like they, Started, finished so strong at the end of the year and then, like, just barely missed out on the playoffs by one game. Like, I think he he really wants to do something. Yeah. And I think Ben
1: Johnson's still pretty young. Like, uh, he looks like a young guy. So, (laughs) personally, from like the amount of OCs I've seen that are, you know, these wizards and then they get head coaching jobs and they just fail miserably, I wouldn't be in a rush to to get it right away. I feel like he's, I think he's confident and he knows that he can get a head coaching job whenever he wants. Like, he can, like you said, get pick of the litter every offseason. season. Um, but when you're in such a good situation um, like Detroit and, you know, I think, I think he takes pride in it too, right? Like he's been working with Jared Goff for a, uh, for a while now and he wants to see this guy succeed. So I, I, like you said, I think it speaks to Campbell. It speaks to the lions and it speaks to, to him wanting to go back to, to finish business.
0: Yeah. I mean, I was just surprised that he didn't jump on the Washington job because I really did think it was a cushy opportunity for him. But like you say, it doesn't make me think less of the guy. I think more of the guy even, like the fact that he's willing to step that down. But also, if you think about it, there's nothing nothing better than – being the guy everybody wants to coach a team. I mean, that's just got to be a great feeling, like being the number one yeah. candidate for every job. I'm the main guy. Like, you're going to have to call me first, see if I'm interested. I bet that's just awesome. So respect to him. Um, but, yeah, I I really do respect him for, for sticking around and, and staying with that. I know, like, we're going to have the show on Thursday, the NBA trade deadline's on Thursday, but I do want to ask... Is there anything you, you're you trying to see happen at the trade deadline? Because both trade deadlines, NHL and NBA, there are no real needle movers out there to me from what I'm seeing. Like I get DeJounte Murray was good a few years ago. I don't know if anybody noticed he stopped playing defense two years ago. So I don't really feel like he's going to make a difference for anybody. But Owen, is there anything you want to see happen? Or are you trying to see anybody move that uh, is on the block?
2: Like I would have liked to see Zach Levine, but I guess that's not going to happen now. So I don't, I don't. Who's available? You guys aren't interested in maybe a little bit of Malcolm Brogdon, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, like you said, I don't really think there's any other big names that you know could move at the deadline. Obviously, you know, I'm down for a LeBron Shocker move. That'd be great. Wow, that would be. Um, but like you said, Jean Timmer is not very interesting. Um, I think most teams are pretty happy with their at with where they're at. I think it's just kind of minor moves that teams are looking to make. I don't see any other major moves happening, but it's still going to be a pretty good deadline for my teams, if I'm going to be honest. I'm pretty excited for the Raptors to I clean hate. house a little bit too.
0: I like, hate Raptors. Like,
1: like first round pick for Bruce Brown plus, let's go. That's like four first rounders for Pascal. <laughs> let's get Gary out of there. Gary, Trent, Purt, let's get rid of Pertle while we're at it. Schroeder. Uh, and I think Chris P- Chris is the fifth. So if we can trade like four out of those five guys, I'd be really happy. I really want to tank bad. And then and then Flamers. Flamers too. So Connie has been so good. Like I'm actually really happy with what he's been doing. I thought that Lindholm trade was sick. Thought he did a really good job with that. Moved on from him. Um. hopefully we move on from like Tanev, Hannafin and I'm kind of down to trading Markstrom too because <laughs> I doubt this guy's going to put two good years together and it, like, especially with the goalie market the way it is uh, this year I think the Flames could cash in and get quite a bit for him um, he signed for like an additional two years after this year as well so uh, this is a pretty, pretty fun time of year for me I'm not going to lie especially given how bad last year was like both the Flames and the Raptors were like Hundred percent not playoff teams, but they wanted to be playoff teams. But now they're like clearly not playoff teams, so it's a lot of fun. I, 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 my teams haven't sold in a while, so it's kind of nice to see them sell and get some uh, get get a little bit younger and get some picks. I
0: love this is my time of year, Alex. I, it I, is February first couple of weeks is Alex's prime as a sports fan.
1: You have no idea how many times I've gone on the on the mock drafts and i'm like hey so like if we get another pick here and then maybe if we package these two first maybe we can move up and like get into the lottery <laughs> so it's great it's it's a lot of fun i'm enjoying my time okay. like when i saw that vancouver first round pick change into a calgary first round pick i was like yes this this is what i live for i'm waiting for maybe a couple of those Knicks picks to turn into a raptors pick Maybe well, the Knicks, Bruce Brown. So
0: the Knicks are an interesting team because I honestly they're
1: so good. Yeah,
0: and I like, think if they wow. add like another like rotational guy, like a Jeremy Grant or something, I think they could actually win the East, dude. They they actually like they can exploit the things the Celtics look. I'm not I'm not buying the Celtics really. I I know they're such a like dominant starting five with the group that they have, but look, you're asking poor Zingas to put two months together and you're asking Tatum, look, Tatum's not going to be the best player on the court in the series that matter the most. He's not better than Jokic and beads out for the year from what I understand. So it's not going to matter there, but you're going to be asking him to be take down Jokic or SGA out West. And I just don't think he's better than either of those guys. So you're going to be fighting uphill. And
1: well, I don't yeah. think he's better than, um, I don't think Tatum's better than Giannis or uh, Jimmy Butler either.
0: Fair point. The as guys well. on the East too. Yeah,
1: and and if and if Jason Tatum's not the best Celtic, Jalen Brown for sure isn't the best Celtic. He's for sure not showing up. So I don't know if you want to put all your cards on like Derek White and Drew Holiday, like go for it. But I'm not. If I'm a Celtics fan, I'm actually not that confident in this team, yeah. especially with my coach Joe Mazzulla. Like, I don't want to be too hard on the guy, but I he also makes some interesting choices sometimes. He's a little bit uh, Darvin Ham East. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I do, I do like that the Lakers in the heat, like the heat are what, 27 and 25. The Lakers are 26 and 25. But whenever they play a good team, they just win. I kind of like that they've it's just so taken wrong. this approach. Because it. really the regular season means jack. Like the Knicks, like they are put together nine <laughs> wins or whatever. They play the shitty Lakers and the Lakers w- win in MSG. Like it's just the regular season is so pointless in the NBA. Well, the
1: Lakers like win in MSG and then they beat the Celtics with no LeBron and, yeah. and Davis. <laughs> Um, but uh, I live for the Darwin hand memes. I don't know if, if you guys have been getting the Darwin hand memes on Twitter at all. They are amazing. They're unreal. They're so raw.
2: They really are. Good. Are they just the ones, the ones where they're like of him?
1: Yeah. Yeah. With the pockets. Oh, I don't know. Oh, he's always <laughs> the got his hands
0: in his pockets.
1: And then they make fun of him. They're like, if he takes one hand out of his pocket, that means he's pretty locked into the game. He's like, oh crap, kid, <laughs> this is getting good. I got to take one hand out of my pocket. It's pretty funny.
2: I don't know if there's like a specific genre, but they're just. I always see memes of people making fun of him for like kind of like being a blank stare guy, not really doing anything. You know, I've seen ones where like he'll call, he'll be talking in the huddle and LeBron will be rolling his eyes or like. Oh, yeah, that
0: one was a good one. The the blank stare guys, really, as a genre, I think we might need to sit down in the summer and make a blank stare Hall of Fame because Darvin Ham would make it. 2016 Ty Lue, though, is really like the best So good, blank stare guy there was. (laughs) Mike Budenholzer. Mike Budenholzer was good too. But remember Ty Lue had his stool that he sat on, so he was taller than everybody, and he would just sit there all confused when the games were unfolding. That guy, before he became like an actually elite coach, was really goaded at the blank stare.
1: Tyloo's still the best. I love that guy. Honestly, if yeah. there's any guy, any reason I want the Clippers to win, it's because of Tyloo. He's just the best. I really love Tyloo.
0: And that's the other thing. The Clippers look. The Clippers are very for real. And Kawhi, look. If you're if you're saying Kawhi's not as good as Jason Tatum, like I get it. If you're asking me to pick a guy for the regular season, I'm obviously taking Jason Tatum with the durability and the effort Kawhi can put in. But in the playoffs, man.
1: Oh, is going to have Tatum out in like eight days.
0: Yeah, exactly. Waste of eight days type beat. And the Clippers rolled the Celtics when they walked into the garden. Uh, what was that? Last week. So I'm not at all worried about yeah. the Celts. Which, if you want me to call a spade a spade, the Celts winning a championship would be absolutely detrimental to my psyche. It would just absolutely wane well, me. Well, 100%.
1: 100%. But I also think people... In their, some of their podcasts should stop ranking the Celtics as the number one team in the NBA. Hmm. Um, but I'm not going to name any podcasts that do that, but some podcasts, yeah, no matter what happens with the Celtics, are continually ranking them as the best team in the NBA when they're clearly Who's, who's your favorite, Alex? Number one right now in the NBA? Yeah.
0: Clippers for me. Mm. I love the
1: Clips. I'm going to go with the Clips. Let's go.
0: I'm going to go with the Clips, yeah. Nuggets it too.
1: And sure, I'll Nuggets at two. It's close, but if I really, if I had to pick, I'd I'd go with the Clips right now. I, they're a little thin to me for for whatever reason. I don't know. It's almost like they don't have that same depth for whatever reason. But the Clippers have really good depth. The Nuggets are like one injury away, and then they're totally cooked. But I think the Clippers could survive with maybe one of their guys
0: out. The Nuggets feel lighter for whatever reason. Like they have another another guy in the wing, and it's it's because
1: I think they put a lot of emphasis on some of the rookies and the younger guys that they drafted. But those guys aren't really doing too much, mind you. Though I do like Peyton Watson. I don't know if you guys have been able to watch. He's a really good defender. He's long. I I like him a lot.
0: No, he is Uh, nice. But the straw, the straw, their minutes are a little heat. I think they like those guys are still like a few years away though. Like I wouldn't be offended if I was them if they scooped up another wing like Bogdanovich on the Pistons or something like. That's uh, that would be a big upgrade. Well,
1: they thought they were gonna get like Jordan Hawkins' production. I can I also say, while, while we're in the NBA corner, I love Jordan Hawkins. Me this too. kid is sick. <laughs> Got closest shot to a Ray Allen Ray Allen shot I've ever seen because he practiced with the guy himself for like a really long time. Like they refined his shot, and like he worked with Ray Allen for a really long time. This kid's nasty, dude. He's sick. Yeah, just looks like a killer. He's really good.
0: This is the thing, though. Yeah. Why can't any of our teams draft like this? Like, I don't I, know. I couldn't tell you the last time I was like, wow, we really outsmarted the room. Maybe like Derek White, maybe?
1: <laughs> well, no. It, it, past, like, What do you mean? Like oh, in the yeah. last couple of years?
0: Siakam. Like, yeah. you no, know, no. Yeah, we show. were like Pascal. Okay. Yeah, and,
1: and I think Scotty, I mean, Scotty was still pretty high at four, but that was still a really good pick. We could have went either way with that. but But I see what you're saying. Like, like a ten to twenty pick, well, well, we we, we nailed OG too. Now that I, now I'm just rattling off banger picks, Raw. but in the last three years, like Grady was so heat. I'm so upset we didn't take Hawkins. <laughs> yeah, Grady. that's the worst. I don't pick know what ever. they saw in great. Like I don't know how they thought Grady was better than Jordan Hawkins. That doesn't make any sense. I
0: think
1: or Hawkins, you know. why like Hawkins? Like come on, man! Like all the guys that went after Grady are so good. Is Grady Dick still uh, in the G League? No, they're giving him minutes now because. They traded a bunch of guys, and Barrett and quickly were out. But uh, I didn't get a chance to watch the Houston game. Looked rough, by the way, from the score I saw. Yeah, they're down and, 40, uh, yeah. and Twitter was pretty heat. They were like, Grady just has, like, he's so scared of the light. It might be heat for him to actually, like, even transition to the NBA at all. So that's always good when you got a guy that might never actually make a career in the NBA, and you use the 13th pick. So
2: yeah, He's not looking good. I'm looking at his game logs. Yeah. It's a lot of oh for one, two points. Not
1: not to be that guy, but Phil knows this. I've been huge on this for a really long time. I am not a fan. If the only thing you, you can do is shoot a three.
0: Yeah. You can get those. That's in the, like tr- if that's the, your
1: bread and butter is shooting a three, no, because I don't care how I don't care if you're Steph Curry, you're gonna th- go through a slump and, and not be hitting your threes.
0: Yeah, not that high so, in the draft. Because you can find Sam Merrill undrafted or you can find any white shooter. Go, remember Duncan Matt Robinson. Thomas on the Raptors? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Just
2: get just get him. Yeah. Call him back. Just get
0: him. Get a guy who can actually play a little bit at three levels and then you can start doing some work. <laughs> exactly.
1: And I get is you know, Hawkins a good defender. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, it might be. I'm,
0: I don't know that much about him, but yeah, the yeah. fact he was one pick later is so heat though. And I get like, you know, Alex rattles off the hits and it's a little bit rich to complain about, you know, we're not yeah. drafting so well when you have all those hits. And then for me, I understand, you know, well, this is a team that took Ginobili 56th and Parker 29th and Derek White and DeJounte Murray and Kelton Johnson all in the late 20s. Like, yeah. Then Vassell
1: was a later pick too, right?
0: Yeah, the next like, pick was Hal Burton, but yeah. Um,
1: oh, he... Yeah, no, still not bad. Yeah. Not, you don't look back and say, oh, what a
0: disaster. Yeah. No, but still, sometimes I just... I wish my teams were better than they are. That's all.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'd be down for a little bit of a hit here. I think we need one. Like Scotty was great, but that was like four years ago. So
0: I really, I, like,
1: do. I do like uh, Cody Williams. It, I mean, oh. not that he would be some crazy hit. He, I think he's going to go pretty high, but Cody Williams looks sick.
0: He'd be the guy. I Where want, does he play? one. Colorado. He's Colorado. Jalen Williams, brother. I would be it. or him.
1: Phil just get toe pitch, bro. Yeah, EuroLeague League Wemby, like him and Wemby, they've both played in Europe. I th- I think they gel very well.
0: I would love that personally. The Spurs, I really can confidently say, I think Zach Collins is the worst player in the NBA. We lost by eighteen last night. So Wemby was a plus ten in twenty eight minutes. Zach Collins played the twenty minutes. Wemby was off, and he was a minus twenty eight. So. I can so he, confidently say he's the worst player in the NBA uh, with a Malachi Branham closely following him behind. But yeah, this is the uh, tales of a guy who sits and watches a 10 and 40 basketball team most nights and just grinds the minutes. Cause one day it's going to pay off. It's going to be worth it. I just want to see when Owen is out of school and is b- back in Calgary and living in a situation where it's not just boys in the basement every day, I want to see what NBA team he adopts because that's going to be my personal highlight, what he does on the weeknights when the schedule's looking tough. So, I wish
2: Adam was here because he's, he's developed quite the, he's become quite the NBA fan.
0: Yeah, like. he has. And I actually credit to Adam because at the desk playing league most nights, but he's got the second screen. And if I'm watching something, I'll text him and say, Hey, like this game's good. Six minutes left, and he'll answer back right away. Like turned it on, which is a nice. huge step for Adam. Huge.
1: And I can see he passed that along to me now. Where he'll he texted me the other day and said raw game. I think it was like <laughs> T Wolves, uh, T Wolves Thunder.
0: That was a good one. I do. Before we do the movie quickly, I do want to ask Owen a couple things. Vladimir Guerrero, MLB the Show cover
2: disaster. That'd be my one word disaster. And like, I don't know what they're thinking because this would be like to put it in NBA terms. This would be like, like giving Gary Trent jr. Or something (laughs) like a, like an, like a, like a NBA 2k cover or like, I don't even know. Like he's having, he had the worst year of his career last year. The year before that was also bad. The two, two years before that wasn't great. So it's a little bit baffling to be honest. Um, I don't really know. It seems like there's better options, especially given like maybe Shohei's price was too high, but he seemed like he's the guy. To yeah, get get somebody. You
0: know, I got. What do no, they
2: do like Jordan Alvarez or something?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: that makes sense, dude. Literally, there's a million choices you could go with. That it's not a some some guy who hit what like 20 bombs last year. Like <laughs> it was like one more. <laughs> and this is coming off them putting Jazz Chisholm on the cover, who was pretty much the exact same thing, like. Pretty just yeah. replaceable ball players, so I don't but really. But at get least what doing.
2: Ch- Chisholm kind of has like some style or like swag, I think a little bit to him. Like he has the colored yeah. hair and he's got the ch- the chains. But like Flatty's just, I mean, not really. Like I guess I, you know, maybe if you're a Jays fan, you kind of see a little bit of like he doesn't like the Yankees or whatever. But for the average person, he's got zero swag.
0: Yeah, most people. I thought you were gonna use the fat. I thought that's what you were going to say. And Vladdy's just And But I knew you wouldn't do that. That would be rude to Yeah.
2: yeah. Some
0: people would think that if they weren't a fan. But literally anybody, Juan Soto, Aaron Judge, you just throw whoever on there. I'm not a a proponent of the Yankees mostly, which it sounds like I am by saying that. But come on, you could do better than that. But we
2: also don't hate Judge, though. No, I I like like Judge.
0: I've always liked Judge. I'm a big Judge I don't mind him. Yeah. As as much as I can like a Yankee, I like Judge. And Justin Turner was the other Blue Jays news this week um it would have been great like five or six years ago that would have been awesome but now I don't know maybe still fine but
2: yeah I think it's okay like our options were him IKF or Chapman and I was sick of Chapman I didn't want IKF and so I guess he's like okay yeah like that's kind of the best like he was the best available that wasn't Matt Chapman, maybe Matt Chapman to the outside, like the non-Blue Jay fan would be like, that's the obvious guy. But as somebody who watched his at-bats last year, even if it is a little bit of a downgrade defensively or overall, like I just, we just needed to switch it up. And And me as a fan, I just want to see somebody else out there.
0: And I think he's going to be a DH mostly, right? He's going to do the belt roll?
2: I guess, yeah, he probably would. I don't know how much, yeah, I guess he didn't really play a lot of third last year. So, I mean, he's a good bat, which I think is why you, you get him like he had a good. He hit, I think, more home runs than Chapman did. Um,
0: hit more home although runs. Although I than guess it, the
2: concerning thing is like he's thirty six, so it could just happen at any time the implosion.
0: Yeah, but it worked out pretty well with Belt last year. In all honesty, so I just yeah. enjoy this because two months ago Alex has never been more in on the Blue Jays than he was, and now I think he's just never been more out. I think it, I think it was a complete I'm very shift. out.
1: Like I just keep seeing these. I'm like paying a little bit of attention to the Jays, and I just keep seeing these signings that we're doing. And I'm more and more and more out with each signing we do.
0: IKF, so. Justin yeah, Turner. Yeah, no, I saw
1: IKF was bad. And then I saw Justin Turner. I was like, hey, this is so heat, So he. Like, I'm ready for Jorge Soler. And it's Justin Turner and IKF.
2: Wow.
0: I'm and ready then, for Bell And,
1: and then I got to keep hearing about Bichette and Guerrero saying, we think this is the year. Like, you've been saying that since 2021.
0: Yeah, dude, those comments do nothing for me. And I said this to Owen, Vladi saying, what, like, this is the most make or break year of my career. It's like, you're Mr. Talk, dude. Like, it's time to start backing it up. I really don't care what you say. And the same thing goes for the Manoa workout videos. Like, you failed at your job Good because you. you weren't in shape. And now you want people to congratulate you for being in shape. I'm not interested in doing that. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't care about that. Like, just, like pl- like, play well.
0: I will say, though, when football's not on, I do miss... That's when I miss baseball the most, to be honest. Because I was thinking about a little bit today, how nice it would be to toss on the Jays game during the day when there's nothing on. Like, that is kind of, like, the time that I miss it the most. So it's nice that it's coming around the corner. It's not too far out. And uh, I also... I know the Grammys are tonight. Now, you're more of a music guy than most people I know. But I think, unloaded, you're maybe the least... Into conventional music, person I know. So, is there anybody you actually wanted to see win at the Grammys, or do you did you even know what was going on?
2: I would say, first of all, like I do, I do like I like all sorts of music. Like I like all music, lots of different types. But I don't know who's at the Grammys, so I'm looking it up right now.
0: Yeah, I looked I don't it know who through who the nominees are. It was a lot of like Rodrigo, Taylor Swift, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know, I love Rodrigo. I do too. I think I actually like her music. I think she's pretty good.
2: Yeah, I do too. I listen to her a lot. So I like whatever category she's up for. She should probably win. I'm I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift guy. Like I don't mind Taylor Swift. I don't hate her, but yeah. like, not it's not not my not my first choice. I don't like the flowers song.
1: Oh, I like it. I'd I'd pick Miley Cyrus over Taylor Swift any day. <laughs> I don't mind Malibu. Malibu is like one of the best songs ever. So good. <laughs>
0: Wow, that's high praise. Did you have a Grammy stake you wanted to get off, Alex? Or are you fully? No, out? I'm
1: not. I have no idea what's going on with yeah. the Grammy. Like, I don't even know who's nominated. Anything? Like, no yeah. idea what's
0: happening. So. The extent of my research was looking it up twenty minutes before the show because I was like, Yeah, I
1: didn't even know it was on tonight. So, yeah, I don't think we're missing much. But what I will be watching in a co- in a couple months is the
0: Oscars. Really <laughs> phenomenal segue. Well, Owen, that was amazing. It really was. Owen, you're picking the next movie if you want you want to keep going down the tracks on the Oscars? I guess I
2: probably should.
0: Yeah. Look up the Best Picture nominees and pick one uh, or or something. I had a look at it, and I think there's probably still four or five that most of us haven't seen. So um, we can sort it through. It's at the end of the month, so I think we can get a full turn and maybe round out uh, all we want to see in the Best Pictures. We review today Anatomy of a Fall. Alex picked it. We watched it. I had a feeling Owen was on the outside of this one. I just, I had a feeling. And to be honest, that's why yesterday I put in the chat, Anatomy of a Fall is pretty good. That was not like me saying it was pretty good as a general statement. It was more of a loaded up attack is what it actually was.
2: Which is fair. I want to say I've been been watching a lot of True Detective. So there's been a few times this week where it's like, well, I've got some time on my hands. Like we could fire up the... uh, Anatomy of a Fall, or we can fire up True Detective and I go, I go the True Detective route. Um, <laughs> and I don't so, blame you. I'm about halfway through? And I really enjoy it. Okay. I'm about fifty minutes in, so maybe a little less than half, maybe a third. <laughs> but I've really enjoyed it so far.
0: Yeah. Did you want to let's you, go? We're off to a great
1: start. with we our... Are, we're off to a great watching start. Watching
2: the movies by its deadline.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and if you remember, Adam said Adam said he wanted to bring it back, but only if everybody committed. And so far. Adam didn't watch and Owen's 50 minutes in. But Alex and I can give some commentary. That's that's perfectly acceptable. Um, did you what, what movie are you picking off the list for next week?
2: I want to watch uh The Zone of Interest. Wow. Hour 46. So I think everybody should be able to get to this one.
1: No, oh, that's the one that looks well, that's the one to me that looks so good that I'm like, "Ooh, do I want to watch it now or like wait a little?"
0: Like, it's You like know sometimes a movie's one.
1: so good you're yeah. like Nah, like I w- I want to wait for the perfect moment to watch this. I don't want to just watch this kind of whenever. That's a uh, lock in. Turn off all the lights. Yeah. Put your phone away. Turn off your phone. Put in another room. Lo- put in another room and yeah. lock in.
0: Zone of interest next week, so we'll do that after the Super Bowl talk. Um, as for Anatomy of a Fall, well, Owen, you start. G- give your take on the first bit that you've seen
2: the pacing of it so far, like I, you, I like how you, you start out by seeing the, you know, the dead dad or husband or whatever. And then you, immediately, I think that the reason they set it up that way is because at, at first you're like, well, you're not, you're not at all thinking about the wife being like Im- involved at all, really. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, you're sort of in the same seat, the same position as she is where like slowly you realize like, this is not looking good for, her. I mean,
1: I uh this movie lived up to expectations for me for sure. Um I thought that it hit on a lot of things. Like Owen said, I think the pacing throughout the entire movie was incredible. Um I like to watch like like I like to listen to podcasts or like watch YouTube videos after movies as well. Um just to like get an idea on what other people thought. And it's you know what the movie does actually put you in in the seat of in the seat of everybody else. Like you don't know any other information during the movie, like it's all being unveiled to the public and yourself during the entire movie. You're not, you didn't get some like secret scene where, Oh, you have like an inside look on what actually happened. Like you're, you're learning as the movie goes. Cause in Mm -hmm. some movies you kind of already know what happened. And then it's like, okay, how does this person get out of this situation? But you know, as much as everybody else does. Um, And then they kind of unfold that during the entire movie. Um, I thought the acting was absolutely incredible. Sandra Huller, Wow, I thought her her acting was incredible, especially in that scene um, that they show where the husband um, uh, taped the audio uh, of that fight between them. Yeah, um, I thought she killed that. That was really good. Um, cinematography, vibe of the movie. I didn't. I can't find anything to really nitpick in this movie. I thought like the music was great. Maybe maybe Fifty Cents. P.I.M.P. was probably an interest. I don't know why they picked that song out of all the songs um, to play during that opening scene. Um, I thought the kid was great. The dog was awesome in the movie. Um, And it kept me hooked. Like, I didn't lose interest at all during this movie. Um, I think it was a bit of a longer movie. I think it was like two and a half hours. Yeah. Maybe 240, you
2: know. It's like 230.
1: yes yeah so but i was like hooked I, I was really interested i thought the courtroom scenes were electric like they really pulled me in i thought that prosecutor guy was yeah holy crap was He's he going in, in, dude he was he was hard. going in like i was like i and, and he like like riled me up i was like holy dude like you're just not giving up i mean i know that's his job but i mean he was making some interesting um inferences and suggestions so um yeah I, I just thought it was a great movie and I mean in the end you kind of don't know right like I think she, she she obviously beats the allegations and everything but you don't know like you're never really yeah it's kind of left to your own interpretation what actually happened because we don't actually end up knowing what happened for for certain which is great and I, and I like that they left it off that way
0: this is where my problems I I gave it like a three and a half stars seven out of ten I liked it generally. I thought it was good. I liked most of what you said. The courtroom scenes were pretty intense. I liked that. I thought the first 30 minutes were really good. And then I thought like the next part until it got to the courtroom was a little slow. I would have liked a little more speed there. So I don't know if that was just me being, you know, an ADHD guy or something. I don't know, but I thought it could have sped up a little bit. I liked the courtroom stuff. My problem is I would have liked to have seen in the end what actually happened. I don't really love that it was left up to me because, and I hope you're okay with getting it spoiled though. And if you're not, I uh, I don't have to say it, but are you? No, it's okay. It's okay. 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 It's the price you pay. <laughs> yeah. For me, I thought the movie turned a little bit negatively for me. Cause I was going to give it a higher rating until the kid feeds the dog, the aspirin. That was not a pleasant scene. I wasn't loving that. Then I just didn't really understand, like, he talks to the woman who was issued from the court and she says, you have to make up what happened in your head if you can't decide. Then I don't think that that's real. Like, I don't think that that scene with his dad in the car happened at all. I don't think that that's possible because that would be something that you remember instantly. When your dad actually dies, the conversation about how things just die sometimes and you have to move on and get to the next thing. I think it was like a complete makeup. I got to save my mom. Like I, I'm, I'm throwing a Hail Mary here because my mom's going to go to jail too. And to me, I just, the, the idea that this kid was some mastermind didn't really sit right with me and I'm not blaming the kid or nothing, but I just didn't think that it was because clearly his testimony swings the entire case. So I don't know. I just had some problems with that. I didn't love that, but otherwise I liked it. I did, I did, but I just, I would have liked to have actually known what had happened. And I just, that idea didn't really play with me.
1: Well, it was interesting because the kid, the kid kind of from the start is not reliable obviously like he, he has, um, I think he's mostly like blind. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and he has that like tape his dad put out throughout the house. Um, and then he like messes up the tape. Like, like he told him one thing about the tape and where he was exactly and how he heard their conversation. And then, you know, he was, Oh, he was like, I was actually at this, in this part of the house or this part of the house. Um, so he, off the start, he's not the most reliable source, but, um, like you said, I think I I didn't mind it just because he I think he also realized was like holy crap like I I, I don't want to lose both my parents, um I yeah. need to I need to cook something up here, um and then I guess his mom does end up interfering with him right, I think th- she walks into his room while he's sleeping and I think the um, what's that like what would you call that lady's name that was there to like, yeah a the court issued
0: person yeah or,
1: the court issued yeah I think she was sleeping too but like. His mom ends up going into his room and she kind of tells him, like, I'm not a monster. I hope you know that because, like, he was there in, in court listening to the fight they had on on that uh, tape recording and everything. So um, I, I didn't really have a problem with it. And like you said, I kind of do. I like the ambiguity just because, like you said, I don't know. Did that actually happen or did it not actually happen? Um, And then they kept true to you the whole movie because, like I said, they unveil everything to you as you go. And it's basically like you were sitting in that courtroom. You were, you yeah. were shown, you were shown what everyone else was shown. Nothing more, nothing less. So I like that the movie stayed true to that.
0: Yeah, and I do. Well, do you think she did it? I think she did. See, I don't think from so. what
1: I, where I'm at right now, I think she did too. Or actually, now that I think about it,
0: because I didn't understand, they did they conclude that do. it
1: was a, a suicide. Uh,
0: Right? Yeah, like I thought, that's what happened because I didn't understand when they said it had to have occurred. the 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 instant on his head had to have occurred from some sort of weapon. Now put a pin in that for a second because I don't understand how that can't occur by him jumping off and hitting his head on the shed. How can that not be the same thing? Wouldn't if you hit it at that part of your head, if you hit your head on the edge of the shed, couldn't it leave a similar yeah. mark to what a to what a piece of wood or something would? Second thing on that. When they said, oh, the object can be easily disposed of, we don't have to worry about that, and then just never visited it again. I thought that was 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 very cheap. I thought they could have gone back into that. And I thought, to be honest, how it was going to end was when she sits on the bed, I thought they were going to go like a camera pan down and it was going to be the bottom side of a floorboard was all messed up with some blood on it or something. That's what I thought was going to happen. But because I thought they had to go back to the object being easily disposed because that just never really sat right with me
1: yeah yeah so i guess yeah not not perfect but i agree and i don't know if it's just me maybe i just have bad perception with like measurement and stuff but is that the best like is that really like he jumped off i mean he could have landed in the snow and it would have his impact would have like i don't know if he would have died instantly from that right
0: yeah that's like you
1: gotta like jump in a way where you are targeting that your head hits that shed,
0: yeah, right? You would.
1: You got to jump in a way that the the first thing that hits the shed is your head, and it's like, oh, I don't know.
0: That's a good point. That seems too. a little
1: harder than it looks, right? That's not the most easy way to, you know.
0: Yeah, that is a good point. I hadn't thought of that, and it's also like when the lady came and said, "Look, if he's gonna fall this way." she would have had to have thrown him in a way that was incredibly difficult for him to actually land that way. So that also made some sense to me where it's like, okay, if his head hits it, it's possible that the impact could send him flipping back and then he crawls or whatever. But you know, yeah.
1: But then like the way how she said, I work while he is blasting music. All I have to do is put my earplugs in. Yeah, That That was like interesting that you can fall asleep with music. That's, blasting throughout the house and you choose the room right next to the room that where he ends up ultimately dying right so
0: yeah that didn't make sense there was a lot look these were not likable characters any of them really except the kid and the dog kid and the dog the dog was awesome and the kid lost me when he when he fed the dog the aspirin that's when i lost the kid kid because that was too much eh? animal Putting scenes, the dog through that yeah come on we're not we're not doing
1: i, I really like i i wouldn't have liked the movie uh as much if the dog died then then and there
0: yeah me too. Like
1: if the dog died, I would have been pretty out on this movie, but uh, fortunately it didn't.
0: Yeah. Well, I liked how the dog was pissed too. He was walking behind him when they went for the walk after he got fed the aspirin. The thing for me though, and I want to do this cause obviously we're Canadian. I think the three stars measurement is the best way to measure anything in life. Really. I wish they had it in most sports. So if we want to do the three stars for this movie, I think the first star has gotta be the kid. I think he was the best. I don't know if you agree, Alex, if you would have anybody else in the first star.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll, I could go with the kid, yeah.
0: Do you agree with that one from what you've seen so far?
2: Yeah, he's pretty good. What about the lawyer guy? Which one? The, the guy that she consults with right at the beginning.
0: He was going to make my vote consideration because I didn't...
2: Oh, does he go bad? Really? I thought he
1: was a pretty good lawyer, dude. He was like... Oh, he'd when, make me feel pretty confident if he was my lawyer. He was very like calm and. When he was yeah, trying to yeah, sleep with her, you realistic. thought that you thought that made him
0: come across. Really well, I nicely? thought
1: I thought he might he was going to sleep with her, but it, when it actually came to doing his job, I thought it was pretty good.
0: Yeah, I thought he was such a creep after he tried to sleep with her. I couldn't look at him the same after that.
1: But I don't know. I, I liked. I thought he was good though. Like when because he was like pretty upfront and honest about her. He was like, it doesn't matter what you did or didn't do. It it matters how it looks. And he's yeah. like, right now it looks bad. Wow, he was just
0: yeah. So, so you're down to put him in three stars?
1: Well, I'd put, I'd put, um, I'd put the wife in. Yeah. Wait, sorry, is this like just acting performances or just who we like?
0: However you want to take it.
1: Okay, because now I kind of want to put the dog as the first star.
0: I was thinking, let's put the dog as the first star. Okay, dog first star,
1: kid (laughs) second star.
0: Okay, third star. I guess our choices are. Look, I thought the prosecutor was yeah. sick. I thought he was. Yeah. I mean, he. I did want to give him a punch in the face a couple times when he brought out the he book was and stuff. Killing it. But he was. He was killing it. I would. You know, obviously Sandra Huler, great performance and stuff. But I just thought her character was so cold. I couldn't really.
1: Very cold character.
0: Yeah, I didn't really come around to her that much. Obviously, great no. Let's job. go with the
1: prosecutor. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to think of who else we could throw in there. But not it's...
1: too much action with time with the husband. No, we barely even saw him. Um, the court-issued lady, no. No.
2: yeah, not, no. There weren't was... too
1: many characters in this movie, which... no, yeah, there's not
0: a lot. No, there wasn't. You couldn't really go in depth. It's not like a bullet train where you have like a Rolodex to pick from. This was maybe like five or ten
1: people. Would you put the prosecutor... So the dog is undoubtedly number one. Would you put the prosecutor at number two? I think I kind of want to bump him up one. The prosecutor was going in.
0: Okay, we could give him number two, and the kid at three. That's fine. Okay, kid at three, because the we're kid good. gets docked for feeding the dog the aspirin. A hundred percent. Yeah, sure. We gotta we gotta talk points for that. Okay, so that's fine. And then do you want to do you want to have a worse player of the game? Because to My... me, it was the lawyer. I thought he was a creep. But if, if two guys liked him, I can't give him whoa player of the game.
1: Uh, I can't really think of a whoa. N.A., yeah, no... no uh, I don't word. know. N. A. Yeah, I don't want to pick a Woat. Woke. WOT's pretty... That's a pretty strong title, so I don't want to just throw someone in there just because for the sake of... Yeah. ...filling out a woke.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, that's fine. So that that can be the three stars. As far as the best picture nominees go, I would say this is in... This is a very good movie. I would probably put a couple of movies above it. Eh, it would be pretty close to the top five. It would be in the back half. Would it be in yours?
1: It would be in my top five, yeah.
0: My thing with the Oscars. Oppenheimer number one for sure. Exactly, I think it's going to sweep everything.
1: Anatomy of a Fall. But yeah, I kind of want to get through some of these other ones just to see how they stack up with like, like I don't know, is Barbie making my top five? It might, but it's based on what I, you know, what I see the rest of the way here. You know what's Mission Impossible is that making my top five? Probably not. Like it was a fun movie, but I don't think I'm putting it in my top five.
0: Yeah, it was a good movie. It was good. I love Mission Impossible. It's awesome. Killers Mission.
1: of the Flower Moon probably wouldn't make my top five.
0: Little just, long, like, little, little too long. Little
1: long, it. and it, I had some issues with it. So
0: yeah, I didn't love giving the last scene to Martin Scorsese. That was an interesting directorial choice. But I, <laughs> have you seen that one? No. It's maybe worth a watch. Just break it into a couple sittings. You know what is making my top five is Blackberry. A hundred percent. Blackberry was really good. Yeah.
2: I'm not oh. gonna lie. I'm putting Killer, the Killer, in my top five. Wow! Oh yes, the Killer. There we go. I'm I
1: kind of forgot good. some of these movies I've watched. Yes, sir.
0: Man, the Killer was really good. There's a lot of good movies this year. This was a good year. I'm kind of glad that we're picking through the best pictures because it's like I do. Some years leave the pretty world bad. behind was really good. Oh yeah,
1: you guys. Yeah. Wow, gonna be a hard top like. five now that I think about it because I'm sure I'll like another one or two of the Oscar best picture nominations as well. So
0: yeah. I think I'm going to like past lives and I think I'm going to like poor things both. And I'm interested in this and the one that Owen picked. Cause I was a zone of interest. Yeah. yeah. Cause I'm excited for it. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I thought it was looking intense and I was like, wow. Like, I don't know if I'm going to, if I'm going to split this one, but if I, I'm i actually kind of hyped to watch it, to be honest,
2: I'm not going to lie to Godzilla minus one is probably in my top five. Wow. It's right on, right on the outside <laughs> looking in if it's not.
0: Did you think the lawyer in this movie kind of looked like the guy who was getting all the fits off in Godzilla? I thought there was like a 40% <laughs> yeah, resemblance. Yeah, kinda yeah,
1: Kind of did, yeah. That yeah. guy was sick. Might have been the hair, I don't know. but yeah. yeah,
0: it could have been the hair. All right, well, zone of interest next week. That's hype. We'll be back on Thursday because we got to do the prop picks, which is good. I'll send out the sheet so everybody can get their uh, entries in. I always look forward to seeing what Owen cooks up because – Two years ago, I think he put his lock on the Snoop Dogg, like, monkey. Um, what was that? It was like a NFT thing. And you were like, Wow, oh, Like, there's going to be an NFT on Snoop Dogg's shirt or something like that. Didn't hit, dude. It was tough. It did not hit. So, always good to get the props in. So, I'm looking forward to that. And then, obviously, got to break down the Super Bowl. So, yeah. Zone of interest for next week at this time. 10. Good job, everybody! A little
1: true Detective tonight. Yes. Oh, yesterday time. evening. So, so excited in this.
0: Yes, and curb your enthusiasm. New season tonight. Wow, I'll be watching. Are you getting <sighs> in this season, Alex?
1: Uh, I think I will. Yeah, I mean, I haven't even yeah. watched. There's still a couple seasons I haven't gotten around to watching, but so, yeah, yeah
0: but to watch. you haven't missed anything. You can just pick okay. it up. It's not, not rocket science. But yeah. Lots of good stuff going on. So, yeah, we'll be back Thursday morning. Talk to you then.